Hi, I'm John Wadler. And I'm Hannah Newton. We're chairman and secretary from Wokingtown Football Club. And you're listening to Surrey Sports Night on Brooklyn's Radio. You're with Surrey Sports Night. It is uh, 26 minutes after the hour here on a Thursday night with uh, Gary and Tim keeping you company for ooh, just over another half an hour or so. Uh, and it's time to get stuck into the big interview with our very special guest in the studio. We're delighted to be joined by Dom Melly, who's the chairman of the Surrey Stags Aussie Rules Football Club. Dom, welcome to Surrey Sports Night. Thank you very much. Good Thank evening. you for taking the time uh, out of uh, what is, uh, I would think, a, a fairly hectic schedule at the present time uh, to come and join us on the show this evening. A little bit busy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit busy. Um, I've got a couple of um, just a bit some pieces written down here um, you're kicking off your season in the next couple of weekends but we'll come to those fixtures um, in, uh, in just a little while uh, what's happening with the Surrey Stags at the present time well right this second they're actually on State Park probably getting quite cold and tired they've got the training sessions now but uh, at the moment we're still in the middle of pre-season uh, well coming towards the end of it really uh, getting ready for a big game against uh, Oxford University this weekend uh, on, at, uh, on Sunday um, so the guys are probably running through a couple of last minute drills getting ready and getting the rust out of the cogs okay um, how, long has, how long has the club been around just give us a bit of background a bit of history so we've been competing in the league for the last three years um, and the year before that we were competing mainly on friendlies uh, against the other clubs um, it was all started by a gentleman called Tom Drake who came over um, from Australia a gap year in Australia uh, with love for the sport and uh, he, he did did the impossible and pulled together a bunch of local guys and got everyone interested in the game really uh, and we've grown from there okay so uh, have you always been in in the same league then have you yes yes yeah. no um so uh, obviously when we first formed uh just you know, friendly fixtures make sure everyone knows what the game's about so yeah make sure we can you know, fulfill fixture lists and yeah. then uh, following three years we competed in the league uh alongside all the other clubs fully fledged members and uh, yeah no we went from there really always in the same place uh, traditionally uh, up until recently played all our games at uh, Effingham and Leatherhead Rugby uh, right prime facilities over there but uh, recently moved over to the Surrey Sports Park okay is it is it a, a big thing then around Surrey and within the, the south of England Aussie rules I mean it's it's something that I've seen a couple of times on the telly and it, it you know it, it looks like quite a good excuse for a fight <laughs> really, <laughs> in some of the rules but clearly I don't understand the rules there's, there's a lot more skill to it than, than I'm you know my naivety is, is uh, understanding is it, is, it a, is it a huge thing is it growing it, it's growing definitely it's, it's exploded in the UK there's about there's probably over 2,000 players in the UK now uh, really compared to you know purely London based last maybe three four years before so yeah growing massively in the south especially right loads of okay. teams around here so there's loads of opportunities for guys to get involved um, we're around prime university locations in the south so we get a lot of the students coming in their final year when they start getting a little bit more okay. adventurous and yeah, 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 uh, of course. we hold on to them for good. the rest of their time good good and do you find that you get much have you had much sort of a fit spill on effect this year having had the AFL challenge in London uh, just at the end of the last year do you find you get much pe- many people that have been inspired Absolutely. by that and come on the back of that yeah no since November it's been brilliant um, the AFL teams coming over and playing at the Oval it, it was fantastic for us because we you know, we got a, night, a day out in uh, London to watch a, a premiership team yeah. compete which was awesome for us to see the skills and it, it's the awareness of the sport going on in the Surrey is fantastic on the basis of that uh, the sports park have done a fine job promoting um our club especially mm. uh, but the sport as a whole uh, to the, the university the sports park membership everyone really it's been fantastic um, and also the AFL Academy coming out every year to the sports park it really shows off the best I mean the best under 18s come out from Australia and 
show Europeans exactly how the sport is played. Yeah. Uh, and much to our, our pain, obviously, getting <laughs> destroyed every year. But, you know, it's a fantastic spectacle and it really helps us grow. So you haven't found it um, difficult to attract new players then for, for each season? Have you, You've obviously had some that have stuck with you since you were formed, but did you find it difficult to attract new players down? Originally, yeah. Uh, there wasn't much of a platform for us to be able to you know, go out and shout about our, our sport. And typically, because our season does start at the tail end of the rugby and football seasons, guys are tired. Their, their missus is probably quite hurt and upset that for the last six <laughs> months, Saturday is occupied by sport rather than going out shopping and shopping, spending time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fun stuff. Um, so it has always been a bit of a struggle. Um, but with this year especially, we, we made much more of an effort to go out there and get new players and really promote the fantastic you know, sport that we've got and also the prime facilities that we've, we've got to use. Mm. I mean, why, why wouldn't you want to go and take advantage of the best you can get hold of? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of people that don't know, in terms of the sport, just explain roughly how it works sort of briefly. I was afraid this was coming. <laughs> it, it's really difficult to explain because there's nothing like it in the UK. Uh, the Irish are quite lucky because it's very similar to Gaelic football. Um, right. So I think the easiest way of describing it is the full 18-a-side game is you take a cricket team, you put it on the pitch with the full opposition, take it to 18 players each side. And then I suppose it's like soccer, but you can carry the ball and you can tackle each other um, without the offside rules. Okay. It's really, it's quite difficult to explain, really. It takes the, the you know the abilities from rugby, from football, from basketball even, and it puts it all together into this game that's free-flowing. It's you know, really fast. The skills are phenomenal. Professional level, they can catch balls coming at them from every angle without looking. Mm. It, it's truly spectacular to watch. Um, and it's so fast that it's always entertaining. It's a great game to watch. Yeah. Uh, I think probably the simplest way of putting it, describing it, I suppose, is you can run with ball in hands, just like in rugby. You've got to bounce it every 10 metres, just a bit like basketball, I suppose. But okay. A bit more free-flowing. Right. Uh, you're kicking it through the goals so I suppose a bit like football but the ability for football players to be able to read the space around them is really really valuable in this sport because you you can't be tackled unless you've got the ball in your hand so if you can find a way through those holes like a footballer Mm. would be able to do you know with their feet then you've got a great advantage over the players on the pitch but at the same time it's full contact so rugby players can really lend themselves to it what's the what's the sort of size of the pitch in comparison to say a standard soccer pitch or a rugby pitch or anything like that it's a full cricket pitch so it is I think it's 200 metres long and okay. an oval just shy of a circle I suppose right okay. so it, it's pretty big yeah I was only thinking when you said 18 aside yeah. you'd need a fairly big yeah, arena players on the pitch at the time it's wouldn't enormous. you to um, yeah and does it does it does it stack up obviously you, you know you line up for a game of football and if you're a forward you've got a defender who's your opposite sort of thing does, does the same sort of rules apply in the Aussie rules games yeah you, you do typically man mark so you're always you know, if you typically play in a forward position you're typically shallowed by a, a, the opposition member who's you know full back or, or a, a back member of the team yeah uh, so it's quite similar like that yeah okay and you can there's no restrictions as to, to where anybody can go within the field like None at you all. Know, um, uh, you can get, uh, you can run outside of the line with a ball hold, held in. So I suppose it's a bit like football, where it's not the player but the actual ball. The that ball, counts. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, but you can carry it, so you can run around the circle with your arm out and be a meter out. But I mean, that's stretching <laughs> right. imagination a little yeah. bit. But uh, yeah, no. Um, the only restriction where you can go is at the very beginning. Only uh, two ro- two roving uh, 
players in the midfield from each team and the Ruckman who is typically the tallest uh, lankiest guy uh, at the beginning of the game the ball gets thrown up in the air and uh, your two Ruckman compete just like in basketball the tip off Okay. Uh, so you've got those three players from each side that are allowed in the centre square which is pretty much the same shape, uh, size as uh, y- your cricket strip Okay. Uh, right. Square. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, no, those, that's the only restriction that only applies at the ball up. So after that, anything goes. Is the ball up the technical term for kick off, tip off, basically whatever? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> they, they typically call it the bounce because uh, Aussie rules umpires they've got this great way of starting the game where uh, they kind of just throw the ball on the ground mm. uh, whilst holding the ball over their head and just uh, they just twist 90 degrees at their waist and throw the ball at the ground as hard as they can okay uh, and the ball just goes flying up in the air it can go anywhere angle. I guess absolutely yeah. Yeah. it's a rugby shaped ball isn't it it the, is yeah. yeah it's a bit longer and pointier so it's even it? harder to guess where it's going to bounce right uh, which makes it very entertaining when you're chasing it um, okay but it's, it's good fun how many watch. umpires are there in a game uh, four sides of the rule pitch uh, you typically have three umpires and two boundary umpires right um, they're umpires rather than referees um, yeah and you then have uh, oh, I forget the word for it now but uh, two umpires at either end of the, at the posts uh, marking sort of know, in goal officials and, kind of thing yeah exactly yeah. right so there's a, a considerable number of them right okay there has to be to cover that ground and yeah in terms of, uh, of colours what, do, what size do you have your, what colours do you have your, for your club and I believe it's called Guernsey in the uh, in Aussie <laughs> rules rather than Jersey yes and they're very attractive and sleeveless um, ours are uh, it's a very fetching maroon and green colour mm, that sounds nice yeah <laughs> could we have one made for, for Tim and I to model one Thursday evening <laughs> I certainly think we we'll could sit here in, a, in an Aussie rules top shall we and pretend yeah, that we've well gone done. down yeah. to yeah. us if you're going to do that you're going to have to complete the look with some sort of mullet or, or crazy hairstyle oh there the you Aussies go Tim. are big on the, the ridiculous you're in. <laughs> there we go sorted there All you done. go um, let's get down to the nitty gritty then because uh, we have got a couple of fixtures as I say penciled in when I did some research over the last couple of days uh, this coming Sunday you're taking on uh, Oxford Uni that's right, um, yeah. in a, a home fixture is that right is, did I see that that's yourself and another side uh, yeah so um, we're because we're very close to the season uh, a lot of the southern clubs are, are in the need of uh, friendly fixtures yeah um, so we've actually joined up with uh, the Southampton Titans uh, the, the club from down Southampton uh, right. who I, I originally started playing with um, and they're going to send a couple of guys up there to uh, join us and you know hopefully pick up the game a bit better and be able to actually experience the game uh, as it's uh, hopefully meant to be played. Yeah, okay. Um, and then the following week on the Saturday afternoon, you actually commence your league season with a home fixture against the Bournemouth Demons. That's right, that right? yeah. Yeah, um, Bournemouth is going to be quite a tough game actually for us. Uh, Bournemouth, whilst they have struggled with numbers uh, in the last couple of months, yeah, uh, they came off the back of winning the actual league two years ago um, and did very well last season getting to the semi-finals. Yeah, so it's it's not going to be an easy one. No, no, no. Okay, um, is that sort of as you know as far down south as you'd have to travel? Obviously, you mentioned Southampton. You've got a team in Bournemouth. That's right. Um, um, what else goes on sort of above with- where we are? Longest distance away from us uh, is Brighton at this point. Uh, above where we are at the moment, we uh, Chippenham used to be in our league, uh, so that's well in the West Country. Yeah, um, Wiltshire, which is was yeah. a delightful drive for us. We used to love that getting up at six o'clock in the morning to get over there. Lovely, uh, but uh, fortunately or unfortunately, whichever way you look at it, they've uh, joined the Welsh league this year because uh, it made more, more sense <laughs> right. the travel journey yeah, of course yeah. Yeah. We, we weren't particularly sorry to uh, remove to that journey them. from us no but, of course uh, not they will be missed they're all good guys yeah but uh, 
not not particularly sad to avoid the no, six a.m. No. wake up call and four hour drives. And in terms of sort of representative fixtures, do you have many players who go on to sort of a higher level, or is there any sort of level that you can aspire to or that you can go on to? Yeah, um, so in the UK we've got uh, a GB side that plays the full 18 side games. Right. Um, so GB are actually going over to Ireland this weekend <laughs> to uh, play against uh, the second leg of an, uh, the game with Ireland. Uh, so they beat Ireland about a month ago now um, at the AIS game, uh, which was the, the AFL Academy team. Okay. Um, I can't remember the score exactly, but it was fairly hefty win for, G- for Great Britain. Um, and they're flying over to Dublin uh, in fact they're probably all en route now um, to take them on for the second leg so it's going to be a bit more of a brutal one being in, in Dublin for it but yeah. uh, there's that availability so Great Britain typically play only the 18 and 16 aside variations of the game Right. so major friendly games and the International Cup which uh, the Australians host every two years Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an expensive little outing for everyone <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, flying over to Australia but we do really well uh, we're 7th in the world uh, which is brilliant pretty phenomenal when you consider Consider that uh, you've got guys like Papua New Guinea and New Zealand who are on the doorstep, and and I think Papua New Guinea is actually being kind of tagged as, as the new place, to, the, the next generation for Aussie rules, uh, right. sort of generation for the, ne- the next AFL club. Uh, so they are pretty impressive guys, um, and also America who have a, you know, a really long history of producing some quality sportsmen that are very adaptable. Yeah, and yeah. You know, with skills from basketball and other sports. I, mean, like I that. imagine American football sort of comes into it in quite a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very transferable skills, so uh, they do really well as well. You've represented Great Britain. I have. You? Did yeah. I say that before? Yeah. yeah have you, no, have you stepped out of that voluntarily, or have you? Um, I've actually uh, haven't played any sort of competitive sport since August. Um, right. Um, at the very beginning of the season last year, uh, just after I represented Great Britain uh, at the AFL Academy fixture uh, from last year, uh, I actually ru- not ruptured. I, I damaged the cartilage in my right knee. Ouch! Uh, so I've only just uh, had the surgery. I'm, I'm still going through the physio work to get back on my feet from that. Um, so I haven't actually had an opportunity to uh, participate in competitive games for Great Britain or, in fact, for England uh, since August. But uh, back in July, I went over to Venice with England whilst sporting my lovely little injury um, to participate in the uh, Four Nations Cup, uh, which was held in uh, Fontefrida, just north of Venice. And it was amazing. Just such a great, beautiful blue skies, really hot and sunny. Absolutely yeah. knackering, perfect. Good, good, good. Brilliant. Um, Don, we could carry on, I'm, I'm sure, for a long time, <laughs> but uh, we've got a few more bits and pieces that we need to squeeze in before the end of the show. Uh, thank you very much for coming in to see us Absolute this evening. Pleasure. Good luck for the season. Uh, please much. keep in touch and let us know how everything's going. Well, uh, we'll just give those fixtures out again for anybody who wants to uh, come down and have a look. It's the Surrey Stags versus Oxford Uni this coming Sunday at 2pm. Correct. Over at Surrey Sports Park? That's the one. Okay, and then it's uh, the following Saturday, um, Surrey Stags hosting the Bournemouth Demons. What time is that one? Uh, that is going to be a one o'clock kickoff. A one o'clock kickoff. And okay. in terms of anyone who wants to get involved and wants to come down training, when's training? Uh, training's 10 o'clock on Saturday mornings on Stoke Park in Guildford yep. and Thursday nights at 7. Okay. okay. Is there any age restriction for anybody who comes down or? No, not at all. I mean, for the league, we can't really play anyone above uh, under the age of 16 because it is a full contact sport. Yeah, of However, course. However, we're more than happy to have any age, any gender come down for training to learn the sport and pick it up. And, you know, hopefully if we can start a, a youth league, that'd be amazing for us. We'd love that. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant. Uh, also, I'm guessing there's a website as well, Dom, is there, where there anybody is can find any information? Uh, it's, uh, SurreyStagsAFL.co.uk. Brilliant. Uh, Dom Melly, chairman of Surrey Stags Aussie Rules Club. Thank you once again, Dom, for uh, coming in to see us this evening. My pleasure. Good luck with the season and uh, keep in touch and we'll, uh, we'll make sure we keep including the results. Thank you very much. And see how you're doing.
Radio.